on this week's episode. Why do you think they had you on Nightline? Like, oh, you think it was? No, I, I'm just saying. No, no, no. no, I'm saying for him, like what was going through his mind when he was like, when they was like, yeah, we want you on Nightline. Oh, they want to talk about my no, music or no, like how great why, I am. This is why he's in the news a lot. And, th- and again, this got overshadowed is because he came out with a book last month, Gone Till November, which is about, supposed to be his prison diaries. And oh, so cool. he published it, but that got overshadowed because Nightline's probably like, this is the meat here, these ignorant statements that he made. So you we think ain't they even going to worry. So maybe he felt like they lured him onto the show to kind of like trap him, you know? Like, I'm here to talk about my book. But you can't get trapped if you're, it, all you could have said was, you know, black lives do matter, but I'm here to talk about my book. And then, you know, some people will highlight uh, Trump's honesty. What? <laughs> That's a stupid reason to be voting for, you know what I mean? You honestly a terrible person. You honestly like these policies, so I'm going to vote for you? Mm-hmm. You understand? You honestly want to deport immigrants, Mexicans? You honestly want to ban Muslims? Mm-hmm. So because you honest about that, that's a plus? Point Dexter. Point, point Dexter. Point Dexter. Synonymous with nerd, geek, and dork. That's us. We're We're real real regular. regular. My husband, he's often quiet as a mouse, but will roar like a lion when it comes to an opinion. Think Stephen A, mixed with a little Barack, mixed with a little Biggie, and you have my hubby. My wife, she's formally educated, classy, but will get ratchet real quick. Think Michelle Obama mixed with a little Solange and a lot of Pam from Martin, and you have the wifey. And together, we're the Poindexters, married with two perspectives on the topics of today. Hi everyone, this is episode 5, and we're going to keep it uh, short and sweet, or shorter and sweeter today, um, by just mainly focusing on the election, and also uh, Little Wayne, we wanted to... Um, talk about his comments from last week but mainly emphasize the election so little wayne first right getting into him i guess so um i guess what i was kind of uh amazed at is that we keep getting material off of these rappers saying (laughs) you know dumb stuff uh you know with last week being trick daddy and now little wayne and um, I had planned on talking about or wanted to talk about him uh, a few weeks ago when he was on uh, Skip Bayless's show. What's the title of it? I think it's called Undisputed. Undisputed. And he made some um, comments there about how he never experienced racism because a white cop had saved his life when he was like 14 and he got shot or something Um, of that nature, you know, something you can Google, but again, um, ignorant comment there and we'll, uh, play the clip for you all with the comments that he made this past week. If you haven't heard them, what's your thought on, on black lives matter? What is it? What, what do you mean? The idea is that there's this movement called black lives matter thinking that the rest of America didn't seem to understand that, that black lives matter. just sounds weird. I don't know that you put a name on. It's not a name. It's not whatever, whatever. It's somebody got shot by police and for a up reason. I am a young, black, rich If that don't let you know that America understand black matter these days, I don't know what it is. That man white, he filming me. I'm a I don't know what you mean, man. Don't come at me with that dumb man. My life matter, especially to my do you feel, though, connected to... I don't feel connected to a damn thing that ain't got nothing to do with me. If you do, you crazy as You, not the camera, you. Feeling connected to something that ain't got nothing to do with you. If it ain't got nothing to do with me, I ain't connected to it. So, to bring you all up to date with uh, what's transpired ever since he made those comments, uh, one celebrity, at least, has called him out and that's uh rapper ti which i kind of appreciated 
Um, some people felt like on social media that, you know, oh, why couldn't you have sent him um, a text? And I was actually reading where uh, Little Wayne's daughter, uh, Regine, I think is how you pronounce her name. She even said about T.I., you should have copied and pasted this and sent it to him through uh, text, but you want to seek for attention. So <laughs> I don't know rapper Tia's, um, uh, you know, his motives, but I do like that he was calling him out for just the pure blatant ignorance from what Lil Wayne said. And that's what I had said, you know, with Trick Daddy, like these rappers need, or not just rappers, celebrities need to, since they're already on a public platform need to call out when necessary so i'm not going to read this whole long drawn out um post on instagram but just you know a few uh highlights um he says wayne i've known you for over a decade our daughters grew up together practically um our relationship outside of music is what makes me sensitive to your disposition i know you wired a bit different than most other responsible adults but still nigga you tripping and he you know had all caps with you tripping so he starts out the post with love okay but then he you know goes on <laughs> and he said yeah <laughs> he says um bro well, he says, you have sons and a daughter that depend upon your leadership. Bro, if you don't stand for something out here, all the money, jewelry, cars, mansions, bandanas, and hit records don't mean shit. Our people are being oppressed. We are being hunted, captured, and slaughtered out here daily. You have to get out of that bubble that you've been living in and get out here and educate yourself on what's going on around the U.S. Um, then he goes on to say, I may have to assist your growth and development, but you must stop this buffoonery and cooning you out here doing. You looking like somebody who, ha who has something to gain or lose by pretending like it's not as bad as Black Lives Matter making it seem and you're not aware of an issue that needs to be addressed. That's what would be considered, quote, Uncle Tom shit. I know you, you're better than this. So again, he goes on very long drawn out post. You can look it up, but you know, again, I appreciated it. Somebody coming out and having, you know, loving critique of his brother. Now, I'm sure Lil Wayne ain't going to appreciate it. And I think he had um, put out a uh, response that said, you know, fuck this. But it was ambiguous. I'm sure it was related to um, T.I. But I appreciated it. So, your take after I Yeah, spent... <laughs> so spent <laughs> but I had to let you know okay. bring him up to speed. All right, y'all still there? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I guess, uh, I mean, it kind of goes back to what we had talked about, you know, last week and even previous weeks, um, about first of all having like a counter voice, like with with as much weight, like you were saying, right? Mm -hmm. So celebrities the nonsense that they spew need to be countered by mm -hmm. another celebrity with his, uh, you know, who has an, the platform as mm -hmm. well. Right. So Cause we're talking about it, but uh, we know we don't have a platform exactly. like T.I. Mm -hmm. And so when you, when Lil Wayne does stuff like he did and it gets a lot of press and you, know, you got to keep in mind that a lot of white people are seeing this too, exactly. you know, and it feeds the nonsense or it feeds the narrative that they have in their head already about black folks and about black lives matter and whether racism is a problem today and all of that. So, but it could, it, it's not necessarily just white people. It could be some black, people no, I understand or people of color in mm -hmm. general that believe what little Wayne is saying. No, absolutely. And so you need somebody to counter that. Uh, so that's point number one, I guess. And then point number two is that, uh, again, we talked about this, I think, in our first podcast, this idea of like shame, right? Like you, excuse me, you. Um, shame has uh, a role in society, I believe, right? So, excuse me, I'm trying to recover from this cold. But so shame has a role in society. And so in a way, I think T.I. is shaming Little Wayne, you know, and there's there's some shaming involved with when you say like off the 
off the wall stuff like like uh, Lil Wayne said, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so from that perspective, I think shame is a good thing because you because when you say dumb stuff, you know, when you and I don't even really know if he really believe it. I just think he's if you see the video, he's just so lost. He was well, gone. Look like he, he was high. You know, it's like. But does why that you matter? Do, does him being high, does that matter? Well, I mean, it just means that he's out of tune, out of touch with reality, you know? Yeah, being high, but I mean, if that's his daily, you know, with um Well, whatever. that's what I'm saying. So he's 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 removed from society anyway now, you know, probably for so long. Remember, he came to fame when he was like 14 or 15. Right, right. You know, so, and even then, I, I can't believe that he hasn't experienced racism. I remember... Uh, and this, they had asked him on Undisputed too when uh, he had uh, during one of the Oklahoma uh, City Thunder games, they wouldn't give him a seat or they had treated him poorly. And I think at that point he was trying to cry like racism, cry racism. you know. And so now he's talking about he never experienced it, and it's like or some of the songs he's yeah he's yeah done, yep yep um, before. So I, I mean I don't know I just think dude is lost. He may be you know have a. Like like uh, Ti said, he wired differently anyway, you know. And so I think, you know, maybe he going through some stuff in terms of like mental health and stuff that he need to deal with. And you know, he because um, didn't he he fire a lot of people too after the, uh, that nightline thing, did, yeah, his publicist or whatever. Publicist. I just think he, you know, he having issues. Well, he can't get his music out because he having like uh, yeah. business contractual issues with uh, Birdman and Cash Money. So that I'm sure that's weighing on him and. You know, and he on that lean like Charlamagne gave him donkey the other day and he was saying, you know, you drinking that lean, that's gonna degrade your mind after a while, you know? Yeah, but I would still think that he would know enough not to even, you know, go there because the when the woman asked a question, again it was almost like it was absurd. You know, well I, first he didn't he's trying to say he, you know, what is Black Lives Matter, and then it's just absurd her even asking the question, and absurd that there's even a movement around. Well, I Black think Lives. he caught flack from the undisputed interview, mm-hmm. and so when she asked him, I think he was already irritated by it. Well, know? he said he was irritated by the previous questions okay, about um, her asking about his daughter. Okay, and you know, you do these lyrics that have a lot of um, misogyny behind them. What about if somebody called your daughter a B or a hoe? Mm-hmm. And so supposedly he was already irritated by that, but that still is not going to lead you to talk about, you know, well, you only care about, you know, your family mm-hmm. and this flag, you know, whatever flag he or bandana he pulled out I, of his pocket. I, in my mind, I'm like, why do you think they had you on Nightline? Like, oh, you think it was? No, I'm just food? saying. No, no, no. no, I'm saying for him, like what was going through his mind when he was like, when they was like, yeah, we want you on Nightline. Oh, they want to talk about my no, music or no, like how great why, I am. This is why he's in the news a lot. And th- and again, this got overshadowed is because he came out with a book last month, Gone Till November, which is about supposed to be his prison diaries. And oh, so he published it, but that got overshadowed because Nightline's probably like, this is the meat here. These ignorant statements that he made. So you we think ain't they even going to worry. So maybe he felt like they lowered him onto the show to kind of like trap him, you know? Like, I'm here to talk about my book. But you can't get trapped if you're... It, all you could have said was, you know, black lives do matter, but I'm here to talk about my book. Even though I would have had an issue with that too, but, mm-hmm. you know, not... He's not totally... Um, discounting the movement he's not you know acting like again that it's um something absurd or out of the ordinary to focus on black lives it's like yo yo black life does matter we we agree with that but don't make it like because yours matters and you're rich that you know all these other brothers out like you were in jail you were incarcerated with all mm-hmm. the you know with black and brown brothers so quit acting like you know because your life matters that you know oh of course everyone else else's does yeah, like, I mean, no like i doesn't. said i mean he i think he just got so many things just messed up with him on so many fronts like i said the uh-huh. mental health the drugs he taking you know the uh 
the issues he having business wise, you know, and so all of that, I think he probably, and he's so detached from, you know, everyday people. He probably like, man, that don't matter to me. You know, that other stuff. But that's in because this he's chosen that lifestyle no, I and it may have started, you know, for protection, you know, to, to kind of be like, you know, you know, I've been, I'm on this, um, this, this platform and I have to protect my privacy, you know, like a lot of stars feel like they have to go off and create this other world. Like Michael Jackson created Neverland, but I wouldn't go as far to say that Michael Jackson was never in tune with, with what was going on, you know, in the larger world, mm -hmm. you know, he might've created his own world that was problematic, but he knew and he created music that was about some of the issues going on, mm -hmm. which Lil Wayne has done as well. But like you said, it's almost like he doesn't remember that or acknowledge that. that, and, that lean, man. and, you know, <laughs> I had told you, I felt like he should have been taken off of Solange's um, mad because I really liked that record. And... So remember when I had mentioned that, you know, I, after he had made these comments, I felt like he didn't deserve to be on Solange's um, album in the song Mad. But then when I went back and listened to it, it felt like he was talking about, you know, himself specifically and the problems that he was going through, which would relate maybe to, you know, the issues with Birdman. And Solange is talking about larger overarching issues, you know, these microaggressions th that black people experience on a daily basis. So even when you're listening to that song, he's somewhere else. Then I had looked at some of the excerpts from his Gone Till November. You're thinking perhaps maybe he might be talking about, again, mass incarceration, the... Um, the, the pain and despair that a lot of uh, black and brown brothers are going through in prison and just this, you know, problem of the uh, prison industrial complex. He's, you know, going on and on about, you know, his music maybe being um, or feeling like his music may um, be tainted because he's locked up. Um, very egotistical and narcissistic like he's not even like when you go and look at these excerpts and again i'd have to read the whole the whole book because maybe um i have a limited view but what he's saying here is in line with and, and his lyrics on solange is mad is in line with what he said on nightline like he really is you know again in his own little uh bubble and, you know, that to me is not necessarily a good thing. You know, I understand you need it for privacy's sake, but for you not to know or care what's going on outside of skateboarding and rap, that's problematic. You know, and his ex-wife, she was on Breakfast Club and she attested to the fact that he lives in his own world. Like, he does not know what's going on. Like, we, me or my daughter sends him something and he's like, what's that? You know what? Well, like I said, I'm, I just think he got a whole lot of issues he need to deal with. Mm -hmm. You know, and and that's probably why he's not in tune with what's going on. You know, mm -hmm. like I said, if he on these these uh, drugs, narcotics, and he gone all the time, you ain't gonna be in touch with reality. You know, so. Um, but not. I don't feel like it would be. I guess where you're that gone. Where you don't know what Black Lives Matter is, you think he's well. Been not out that of... he don't know, he know what it is. He just don't no, give up. No, she asked. He just don't give up, right? That's asked. I think that's kind of what he's saying. He like, look, if it ain't got to do with me and my daughters and and my family, then he has he one ain't one daughter. But regardless, though, he's saying like, if it ain't got to do with that, then he ain't he ain't thinking about that. You know what I mean? Uh huh. So. Because he didn't want to talk about it. Probably because he maybe he felt insecure talking about it. Because he didn't know enough about it. You know what I mean? And he tried to pr project this personality where he, you know, big time or he this and that. You know, and I think he, he thinks that, you know, he's very intelligent or whatever. For whatever reason. 
And I, but you because know, he can put words together. I guess so. But Larry. what I'm saying is, though, if you feel insecure about a topic, you don't want to talk about it, you know. But and then you also, if you're insecure about that topic, you then project this other side of you know ignorance and um, seeming anger because he was like, yeah. you know, I mean, like if I he said, don't want to talk about it, and then he used to get in his way, people doing whatever he want. Or but say? He, so you're you're saying in the moment you don't think he consciously was like this is the consequences or repercussions that are gonna come. I'm gonna get all this backlash yeah, from he, these he, comments. I don't think so. Okay, because he was saying he was he was uh, uh, connected to again his bandana talking about he a gangbanger. You think that was just to be comical, or do you think he was? He just saying that's what he care about. So. I mean, I ain't never thought he cared about me or other black folk anyway, you know, so. Well, how do you get a sense that a, a rapper cares about you? I think Common care about me. How do care you about get me, the Common? sense that <laughs> a rapper cares about you? Just, if they're involved? Just by what they do. I mean, right? By, by, um, by the type of stuff they talk about, not even just in their music, but just in general, you know, like mm-hmm. John Legend. I know he's very active. He's not a rapper. I'm just saying, though, uh-huh. right? Ra- any type of artist, you know, who cares about the people, mm-hmm. right? And Lil Wayne ain't on my top 10 list of people who care about the people. You and know? is that because of what he rhymes about? Not necessarily, because I think, you know, you can kind of put uh, Jay-Z kind of in the same category in terms of like what they rap about. But I think Jay-Z care about the people, you know. So what is it? About I mean, because who? of the work that they do outside of music. Okay, right? so and that's just, what I'm yeah. getting at. I said and, the type of they, activism, yeah. whether it's on a small scale or a large exactly. scale, you just see Lil Wayne as a take, take, take. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's well, what I'm saying. That's what I said. When, mm-hmm. when I'm looking at, you know... Now that he's made these comments and I'm going back and, you know, analyzing more recent things he's done, then it's like, okay, it makes sense, even though it doesn't make, you know, what he said doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And it's not um, where it's um, excusable. You know, it's still, again, highly problematic. And I feel like now him and T.I. probably aren't going to be cool. Because he's and gonna make it like you know, instead of you supposed to be my boy, why are you calling me out? And I felt like again, it was in love. You know, well, you I'm, need. I mean, to I understand this idea that if you my boy, you need to tell me in, in private or whatever. You know, but I don't know how close they is, but but I I'm saying I see value in public shaming. You understand? <laughs> so. There's well, value in that. Because now he'll think twice before he say some dumb stuff it like that. It depends on. Well, it depends on what it is. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. Time. I understand. But you mean when it when it. There's a. I, that's what I'm saying. Shame plays a role. You know, it's just how do we deploy that shame? You know, <laughs> and what do we deploy it for? That's what needs to be discussed. Uh-huh. Not whether or not shame has value in society, in deterring certain types of behavior. So. So, um, I guess. To end on uh, Little Wayne is just, you know, again, the idea that he said what he said and he has larger issues more or I should say personal issues um, for himself that go beyond way more beyond these comments. And he has to deal with those before we can deal with, you know. The whole public persona he has to get. His, yeah, yeah. My, he need go ahead. Yeah, I mean, if you, and if you got those issues, just keep your mouth shut. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't yeah, go on yeah. that line. If you can't control yourself, because that's what I got from his interview, that he just he emotionally unstable. You mm-hmm. understand? And so it's like if you, and this is where it's, you got to have good people around you, yeah, people that yeah. you can trust. And maybe he didn't fire all the people who didn't. Who no, speak up, no. no, who speak up or oppose oh, anything. Okay. Like he he tried to get yeah, him out. And then this is that's what true. you have. You know, you got a rogue individual who do whatever they want and you don't have nobody around them to, to call them on it. And 
And now I think that's what happened, you know, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he probably like, yeah, I'm about to go on Nightline, you know, and it's like, but you unstable, man. You don't need to be on Nightline. <laughs> no more interviews. Yeah, just just shut it down. So, <laughs> Yanla, brothers need help. You doing, uh, you know, this three-part series and you have like couple celebrities on there, but we need you to get Trick Daddy, <laughs> Lil Wayne, Chris Brown, get these brothers on uh, Fix My Life. So that's a shout out to Iyama. Alright, so switching to the election. I'm going to let you take the lead on this because I know you have uh, <laughs> lots of commentary. Well, I mean, I just, like my main thing, and I had asked this on Facebook, on my personal account, and I was like, you know, because I'm trying to understand people's reasoning. You know, mm-hmm. all election season, I've, I've seen people say, first of all, that Hillary is evil. She's a terrible candidate. People making it like Trump and Hillary. It's kind of like on the same level. And this and this kind of talk is just blowing my mind. I'm like, are we watching the same thing? And so, you know, I put on my account, I said, if you now, if you're a Trump voter, then and you vote typically vote Republican, then you do what you want to do. This is for the people who, who typically. typically vote Democrat, right? If you typically vote as a Democrat or vote for Democratic candidates, and you're not going to vote for Hillary this time around, or going to vote for some third party, I need to understand. <laughs> I need to understand why. I, you, you understand? And this is why I put on it. Just tell me, like. What like what are your thoughts on this, you know, and why are you doing this? Because, you know, effectively, in my opinion, if you're not voting for Hillary and you say maybe going to vote for Gary Johnson or Jill Stein. That's essentially a wasted vote, you know, and a lot of people have talked about this and, and it's just like I can't understand that. So, you know, but and, and, and some of the responses were kind of like, well, I'm going to vote for who I want to be in there, but they're not going to be in there. And you know that. With almost 100% certainty. So then at that point, if you act after you have that information, it's just a waste. So is this? A, do you feel the same if somebody typically votes for a third party candidate? Or is it? Or are you just saying this? Uh, most I mean, most people don't typically vote for third party. That's why they don't never. But you feel like in this particular election, yeah, you're exactly. a lot more now, people. Now people are like, well, I don't want to vote for the lesser two evils. Why not? <laughs> on Facebook or you just just in general and even on okay. Facebook like we like we voting for the lesser of two evils okay <laughs> what do that mean like okay uh-huh right and uh-huh. and and if you want to look at it like that all right or some people just say they they feel like it's two evils it ain't even like a lesser. Well, that's what I'm saying but I don't, I don't I disagree with that man it's like if you think Hillary and Trump is on the same level then you a clown and I'm sorry but that's the truth there's no way that they're comparable in terms of terribleness <laughs> you understand there's no way that any sane individual could think that they're the same that they're on the same level I don't think that I do. Too hard. Okay? No, I do. <laughs> and then, and then nobody on there. We who, just who agree are, to disagree. Okay. No, I'm saying, man, if you think that they're on the same level, then there's a problem. Okay. Your powers of perception are. <laughs> well, you again, you are knocking people that think that way, but then you have to go towards. What led them to think? Because, I mean, people aren't just... Well, that's what I'm saying. What led you to that? <laughs> and that's what I was... And that's exactly what I was trying to get at on Facebook. Like, why? Like, tell me why you're not going to vote for her. And nobody had a real solid answer. Yeah, or if they said that... Yeah, it was just she, she was evil or I don't trust kept, her. You know, you yeah. You and other people kept trying yeah. to bring it back. And, and so, and my thing had, is, when you don't have no real reason, then there's a ism lurking somewhere you know if you like like if you don't like if you can't really like obama but you don't have no reason it's probably racism if you don't like hillary but you really don't have no reason it's probably sexism that's what i'm saying there's some kind of ism like give me a solid reason why you don't you think 
in the context, given the context that Trump is the other candidate, mm-hmm. that you ain't gonna vote for Hillary. And then you know some people were I like uh, Trump's honesty. What? <laughs> That's a stupid reason to be voting for. You know what I mean? You honestly a terrible person. You honestly like these policies, so I'm gonna vote for you. Mm-hmm. You understand? You honestly want to deport immigrants, Mexicans. You honestly want to ban Muslims. Mm-hmm. So, cause you honest about that, that's a plus. Like that, you now you deserve my vote. I was trying to look for this um, article, um, and I can't find it, but it was one where um, the writer was saying why people wouldn't um like the reasons behind why people wouldn't vote for um hillary like it kind of boiled down to these particular reasons and i cannot find the article but i'm I'm still looking for it so um i guess on facebook did was there any kind of like um consensus or no or I should say consensus but some kind of conclusive statement by you or somebody else Mm-mm. like that, I said I had a couple of people saying like well I'm gonna vote for it's my vote I'm gonna vote for who I want to uh-huh. and that's that's true more power well, to you well you know did you follow ever um I know one one people or one people one person <laughs> that we like um to hear from not necessarily in this case, but we like to hear from is um, Mark Lamont Hill. And he has endorsed Jill Stein and, you know, were people at him on uh, Twitter? I didn't, I didn't watch that well, whole thing. I mean, thing, on his but, Facebook, you know, he had posted the article or the link to where he endorsed her. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of people in his comments section who were saying... That uh, you know, it was a wasted vote, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they couldn't they couldn't ride with it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I, like I said, did he man, come back though and say, uh, "Nah, not that I saw." I mean, okay. I didn't sit and read all, of it, but I mean, it was a mix. You know, there's some people who, you know, bigging him up for voting his conscience. Uh, yeah, that's what people are saying. In good conscience, conscience, I cannot vote for either one of them and so I have to do what's morally correct but see that's like that's like an exaggeration man they're not saying necessarily anything that I've heard that's convincing on why they feel Hillary is like morally corrupt you know what I mean that's what I'm getting at and I don't know if they're again going back to policies that were put in place when um, her husband was in office like, um, you know, the problem of mass incarceration mm-hmm. and him signing things no, I understand all of that, that led to what we have now. However, um, I don't know if they felt like her, um, you know, apologizing or at least admitting that, you know, they didn't know. And, um, you know, it is a problem and she wants to uh, rewrite her wrongs if that's enough. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... Yeah, I mean, in some people's eyes, it's not enough, which is, mm-hmm. like I said, if you've ever been in a leadership position, I mean, you don't have perfect information. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. you understand? Like, when you making policies or you, you charting a course for an organization, for a company, there's some speculation involved. You don't know what's going to happen, what's going to, you know, be the fruit of this, of these policies and stuff, right? Uh-huh. And so my thing is, I want a leader who can can admit when they made a mistake, possibly, and try to correct it. Yeah, never. That's what I'm saying. And and so it's like, like even with uh, Obamacare, people are, are are talking about you know some of the premiums going up or whatever, you know. Uh-huh. And the Republicans, all they've been trying to do is repeal it, you know, saying it's terrible, 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 uh-huh. whatever, you know, which is an exaggeration. So, uh-huh. like. For, if you understand how stuff gets done, you don't just repeal something and throw it in the trash. You try to repair it. Mm-hmm. You know, the parts that aren't working, how do we fix it? You don't just take it and dump it in the trash. If it's if it's highly um, 
problematic no 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 i mean with obamacare like if there's some uh-huh. parts that maybe are not working like you first expected it to work right right you tweak it yeah you don't just repeal it and get rid of it mm-hmm. you understand mm-hmm. it so and that's why i said but when it we, came from him so it's kind of like no i understand that and that's what it's it, been that's what it's get been. it out of here and that's what know? it's been and that's what i don't think people so, who vote yeah. in third party understand it's like mm-hmm. if if trump get in here that's a big win for them you understand, mm-hmm. and if you know, and I, I still don't think he's gonna win. But you know, if he and if he does, that's gonna be a problem mm-hmm. because these people are gonna feel empowered, man. They're gonna feel like his 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 supporters, supporters. Uh, the people in Congress, you know, the Republicans in Congress. They're gonna feel like they gotta support him. Mm-hmm. And so I just think it's gonna be a whole bunch of nonsense. And if you got the power to vote especially in the swing states where it's close now if you in a state where you know it don't matter it's going to be a blue state anyway you do what you want to do <laughs> you know but in the tight races no no you, in the tight races you need to vote for hillary okay if you typically vote democrat if you vote for a third party then you wasting your vote and it ain't even wasting it's almost it's a vote for trump what about the people that don't vote? Period, and so no, I ain't talking. They, I don't give. I don't care about them. If you don't vote, then I mean it's too late now to say go out register. You know. Oh yeah. So. Well, what kind of? Because um, I had wanted to uh, bring this up too. Um, you grew up Jehovah's Witness, and you know, participating in um, elections and um, you know utilizing your citizenship rights in mm-hmm. that manner did not come into play. So what kind of, you know, switched your mind in terms of, you know, I want to engage in this process or... I, th- I think when uh, George Bush won the first time. Because you didn't... I didn't vote. Yeah, I voted. Because <laughs> yeah. were we married then? Uh, no, nah, no. Nah. In 2000? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, well, we were... Were we together? No, nah, 2001 is when we first started dating. Okay, so I couldn't have... Maybe I could have influenced you then, but you... No, I could have yeah. sworn you didn't vote again in 04. I don't know. I don't think you I voted maybe then I either. Didn't. But anyway, but but that's when the gears started. Or maybe you did. Maybe you did. But go ahead. That's when the gears started turning in my head. Was like because it was so close, right? Yeah. And it was like, and we got George Bush out of that, you know. And it was like, man, if I would have just voted, maybe that would have made a difference, you know. Mm-hmm. But and how I, would you have felt faith wise at that time? At that time, uh, you know. But but that was what I was trying to reconcile all of that, right? Mm-hmm. So as Jehovah's Witnesses. They believe that, like most Christians, they believe that the end is coming and that, you know, this society is just kind of temporary. So don't participate in it. You mm-hmm. know, you know, we, we were waiting for God to come back and rule us so forth. And so that's pretty much the reasoning behind it, you know. And so but after 2000, my thinking was like, man, we don't know when God coming back. You know, mm-hmm. um, if I can affect change by, you know, voting especially mm-hmm. locally and all of that, then, you know, I'm going to do it, you know, mm-hmm. and if, and if others did that, then we could make change. Right. Mm-hmm. So my thing for like, the way I reason is like, why would you do like, what's the reason you should do something or whether it's something is good is, is if it's propagated or spread or if everybody did it then it will produce a good result. Right. So mm-hmm. if I vote and everybody else did it, then it produces a good then in my opinion, then you should do it, you know? So, you know, after, after George Bush got in there, which I thought was again, terrible, but that has, George Bush ain't got nothing on Trump, you know? So yeah. I'm like, if you thought it was bad, a bad eight years with George Bush in office, if Trump get in, it's definitely going to be bad, you know? So, but most, a lot of people don't see what went on with Bush as, um, you know, a bad eight years, they blame it on Obama. Well, that, Obama, that, but that's because so. if yeah. you think that, then you're stupid because Obama was getting in on the tail end of that. So George Bush's policies, his tax cuts, all of that stuff is what kind of came to a head in 2008. Uh-huh. Lacks regulations, all of that. And then, then they throw Obama in there, you know. 
And that's why some people be complaining about Obama, but it's like you got a car that's driving off of a cliff and he got to hop in this mug and like save it. You understand? And I think that's what it was. And it, and it may not be as good as everybody thought, but, but if you look at where we was at to where we are at now in terms of like the momentum and the direction we were going versus the way we're heading now, it's just a total 180, you know, mm-hmm. and I think. That's another reason why you need to get Hillary in there. And this is the other thing I was saying, too, is like, you know, I don't trust her. And, you know, and it's like, but you don't even know her. You understand? Mm -hmm. If Michelle Obama, President Obama, Mm -hmm. Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, all of these individuals are endorsing her and telling you you need to vote for her. These are people that know her personally Mm -hmm. and know what she about. But people when you put out that Facebook post, they were saying kind of like, well, this is what they have to do. They don't have to do it. Politically correct. Right. You're right. Because a lot of Republicans. Bernie don't have to do it. A lot of Republicans aren't endorsing. Exactly. You don't have to do it. If you really thought that these, this person wouldn't push, you know, or extend your legacy as they saying Mm -hmm. with Obama, then why, then why even help them Mm -hmm. get in there? Mm -hmm. You understand? And so that's why I say if the people you respect are endorsing her and they know her personally and, and, and have vouched for her, then I don't see why you got this idea that she's untrustworthy or that she's mm-hmm. evil because of some uh, emails. You understand? That's what it boils. And they try to have this false equivalency between the two. And it's just it's absurd. And I just don't understand it. That's why I always say it's got to be some ism involved there. So. You said some ism, mm-hmm. and you said it's mainly the sexism. I think it's sexism that her being female, that she is not smart enough, strong enough to lead, or they just don't want a woman leading the country. You know. Mm-hmm. But I mean that plays into it. Yeah, you know, yeah. The idea I, well, I don't of think that. I don't think. Strength. I mean, with her, I don't think that's the case. I just think people are mad because she is smart. You know, she's smarter than, look, like they said, she's the most qualified person in terms of having previous experience to go Mm -hmm. into the White House than any person in the history, probably, of the presidential uh, election. So. So, I guess, you know, basically, you know, Trump, Clinton whomever they're not the problem really you're saying it's the um american public the voters that are the real problem because you have the power to put mm-hmm. this I mean, man in yeah like i said i mean no, power when he first started running nobody thought he would ever get this far right right mm-hmm. and i personally thought he it was just a publicity stunt not mm-hmm. i i still in my heart truly believe that when he started to run Mm -hmm. he thought it was he didn't think he would win either but you also said that you don't think like earlier on you didn't think he would go this far but he has and i I don't think he thought he was gonna go this far or get this yeah and it was just like one of them things where it's like now what you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um but I think he underestimated the nonsense in the in the in the um the the level and the number of crazies out there, you know. Mm-hmm. And and because mm-hmm. the way our system is set up, you can have a small amount of enthusiastic crazy people pushing it, you know, in one direction. You mm-hmm. understand? Mm-hmm. As long as the crazies is united, they can <laughs> get stuff done. You understand what I mean? And so. But it's in not terms of like in a primary, it's not necessarily you know um, them being you know quote unquote crazy in the sense of like um, you know mentally like like you were saying with Little Wayne mentally unstable. Mm-hmm. It's more so these ideals that they kind of um, hold to mm-hmm. um, being homophobic, ethnocentric. Um, everything is. You know, there is this definite um, push towards, um, you know, white, male, straight, uh-huh. Christian, the things that we. Yeah. I mean, we, the word conservative, that's what it means. Like, we're going to conserve the way 
the traditions and the thing the way things have been right but you know? you've never seen seen it um in a long time of this magnitude you know what i mean with all of the um, i think it's backlash from obama yeah yeah i yeah. think when he got in there you know a lot of you know white folks you know uh especially uneducated white folks were like man you know our country is really that's why you're getting this backlash against immigrants and muslims they feel like they are becoming a minority just um uneducated in the traditional no no i understand but they make up a big portion of that you know yeah but it like again the the conservative ideals like really trying to get back almost like we're in you know 1789 or something that's where people are trying to like kind of harken back to in terms of who they want you know as the face and the leader and go ahead no i'm, I'm saying at your face yeah i'm saying these people want they want white people in charge again. That's and that's why I said you're hearkening all the way back, and it's and it's very white male Christian. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, but you were looking at my. No, you cut me off like you had something else to say. Like it was different than what I was saying. But I, I guess when I was saying <laughs> hearkening back historically, you were looking at me crazy. So well, I don't even think it got to be the 1700s. It's back to the 1950s. I was just being no, I facetious and saying, you know, all the way, like when our uh, country were, was first forming in terms of, you know, um, government wise and uh-huh. trying to break away from, you know, Great Britain. That's I was being facetious in that way. But yes, 1950s, what have you, where it's a certain type of person with a certain type of personality in charge yeah and white men like we, were in charge and we've got women were far. in the kitchen and at the house mm-hmm. you know blacks was in their neighborhoods they wasn't in the schools with us you know this is what they, they still think aren't well yeah you know <laughs> i understand segregated. yeah but this is what they want you you, you know what i mean uh-huh. you can smoke in the office but Maurice, you can have your your you know girly magazines uh, pin up girls in the office mm-hmm. like everything has changed in terms of like but you keep saying they as the whole there aren't people of color backing trump if there so are it's, it's not, just such a small percentage no it is so but i don't all, even to the point to where i don't even count them okay if you <laughs> if you black and really you support trump then unstable. yeah something wrong with you <laughs> you know <laughs> So, you know, I don't, like I said, I hate when people use the word Uncle Tom and, and Coon and then stuff. But if you're a Trump supporter, if you're a Trump supporter, like if you think that his policies are going to benefit you, then, you know, and you black. Then, and beyond you, you know, because you got to yeah. think about. Um, Look, I, I've known some people, man, usually. Outside of yourself. Yeah. You know, people, when they support Trump, what they like is his bravado and right, his quote unquote right. toughness to talk, you know. There's a lot of people who think that America is not not showing our quote unquote strength. Mm-hmm. You understand? That's why, and Trump is like that too. That's why he admires Putin. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because Putin do whatever he want to do. And he got nuclear weapons and, you know, a strong military. And there's a lot of Americans that think we need to push back against that. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to get into a fight. Mm-hmm. You know, I work with people, they talking about bomb everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, because we got the military might. So they just want to go around and take everything from everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got oil. We taking it. You understand? And that's that. Those are the factions of people who are supporting Trump. You know, there's a reason why white nationalist hate groups are supporting Trump. And they're, you know, again, coming out of the woodwork. And they're even like with David Duke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even that's though what he I'm got saying. such a small portion of the... That's um, what I'm saying. And it's like, if you think that... people backing him, it's is, still... There's a reason these know? people are backing him. Because they think he one of them. Mm-hmm. And if you support... it, So then that means that if you don't think he one of them and you black or you... Or you even a white person who don't, you know, think like... Like I, I know some white people who, you know, that I know... You know, who support Trump. 
And that's the other thing. It's like, I don't, that makes me then question you and your intent and your politics and your, the way you feel about the world. And you. Like when and me, yeah, when I'm interacting with you. With you. Yeah. Like, what do you think about, maybe not me in particular, because I'm, in your eyes, I may be one of the good ones, quote unquote, mm-hmm. you know? But what are you thinking about people in general and, and especially white people's position in society that you think you're going to vote for Trump or that you want Trump to be back in office, to be in office? So what does that say about you? You understand? Like, because who you decide to vote for is, in my opinion, a proxy for your character, especially, especially in this election. You know, now, when I think back to Mitt Romney and, and Senator McCain, those guys compared to Trump, man, they were they were angels. <laughs> you understand? It's like I will vote for them in a heartbeat if if it would mean not getting Trump in office, not only because I think he's a buffoon and he doesn't have what it takes to be the president. But I just think more than anything, the people who are supporting him are going to be feeling power. They are already threatening, you know. To kill black folks and others, you know, if he don't get in, you know. Oh, they are. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen several articles that saying, you know, who if it's credible or not, but just you understand. So they and then he throwing around ideas like the election is rigged, and mm-hmm. you know, so you know these people that's been in the country, living in the country by themselves with their family and friends, with they hunted guns or whatever, you know, preparing for the. <laughs> The doomsday preppers, um, they ready for something like this. You understand? And all they need is is, is motivation and, and, and some sort of event to kick it off. You know? So. And should we be worried at the polls tomorrow? Or is it... You uh, if, think- you, if you close to the to the uh, boonies, you should be. If you in the city, you shouldn't be. <laughs> Here throughout, he's doing a lot of generalizing. So I want to acknowledge that. I'm generalizing, (laughs) but that's that's really what it is, though. That's what it is. So to end, um, you know, make sure you vote tomorrow. um, Or if you hear this afterwards, I hope that you or after tomorrow, after the uh, president of the United States has been decided, um, you know, hopefully you voted for the right candidate and, um, you know, we can continue onward and not um, backwards. Do you have any last statement? No, I mean, that's, I think you put it uh, succinctly onward, right? Because if you, if you halfway satisfied with the direction that this country has been moving in in the last eight years, then you need to vote for Hillary, period. All right. So thank you again for tuning in and um, comment on Twitter or Facebook. Enjoy your week.